0: Hello, everyone. I'm Keith, and this is my dad, Kirkwood. Welcome to Clouds of Galaxy. And uh, this is our spoiler review of episode 11 of Andor, Daughter of Ferrix*. And we have a special guest, Nani of Triad of the Force. Triad of the Force is a channel which was featured on the podcast stage at Star Wars Celebration. Featuring Nani, Gus, and Mutt, three lifelong Puerto Rican friends, who, after years of discussing the media they love, came together and created their show. Triad of the fourth focuses on their on this their discuss sorry focuses their discussions on Star Wars, but their love for media spans everything from sci-fi, fantasy, comic book movies, and more. The trio look at all media critically from a Latinx perspective. Nani, welcome to our podcast.
1: Hey. Thank
2: you so much for having me. Very excited to be here.
1: Thank you, thank you. Yeah, this is the first time that we've ever spoken to each other. Our channels.
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's and, Like the channels
0: collide.
1: Yeah, you know, we're we're, we're we feel to be a uh, seem to be a part of a small circle. Um, yeah, you know, we were um, at celebration, and we understand that you're also at celebration. Um, and we've attended uh, past press junkets as well, uh, mm-hmm. which, which is very cool. Um, But Star Wars Celebration, tell us about your experience there. Was that your first time going to Celebration?
2: Well, I wasn't able to go to Anaheim, actually. Um, (laughs) Our podcast got selected to go, and uh, we were lucky enough that Goose was able to go, and then two other people represented for the rest of us because uh, I'm going to law school right now, and my finals got extended at the last minute, so I would have gotten incomplete if I went. So I wasn't able to go, but apparently this last one was excellent, and everybody made a lot of really good friends. So I'm still really sad that I wasn't able to make it, but uh, the first one I went to was Orlando and that was way before we even started recording or anything and I love the celebration. So I think London is gonna be a stretch to get there, but hopefully the next one after London is back more towards home.
1: Yeah, well, that's a very, that's a very good reason not to attend celebration. You're going to yeah. law school. Congratulations on that. <laughs> Thank you. All right.
0: Mm-hmm. So, How were you introduced to Star Wars?
2: So I actually started with the original trilogy. Uh, One of our neighbors was a really big fan when I was little and that was back when you could only watch them on VHS and I would like rewatch and rewatch Return because I was in love with the Ewoks. And when I was in around fifth grade, they did the re-release and I was able to see them for the first time in the theaters and I was hooked from then on. And you know, it was history. (laughs) My love affair with Star Wars from then
1: and okay what okay it's my okay <laughs> so <laughs> um your your co-host could you tell us about how you met and why you decided to start a podcast
2: yeah so actually we've known each other for a lot of years uh they went to one of them was since kindergarten with my husband the other ones were friends with my brothers since high school and years ago my mom's house was kind of the place where everybody got together to hang out and we'd end up talking about star wars for hours and hours and then the first time we did something together was star wars celebration in orlando and we kept talking about maybe doing a podcast but oh tomorrow tomorrow and ended up never doing it and then covid happened And we started talking through the pandemic and we're like, well, if there's any time to get this going, it would be now we're all stuck at home. We have nothing better to do. There's still a lot of Star Wars that we wanted to talk about and share and, you know, our perspective being Latin people. And we just decided to do it and started August, 2020. And we're still going strong
1: about that. Yeah. We've heard similar (laughs) stories, you know, of, of new podcasts starting during the pandemic. We started ours in 2021 just for that mm-hmm. reason, because, you know, yeah. we were stuck at home, um, you know, it was very nothing
0: to do, basically. We were bored out of our minds. Right. Yeah.
1: Yes. It exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so we just needed something <laughs> that was fun to do. And, you yeah. know, Keith and I watched The Mandalorian every week and we enjoyed talking about it. And we just decided that, uh, you know, we make a why not just, you know, yeah. try it out. You know, we've, of course, never done podcasting before. This is new to us uh my wife and producer went out and bought all the equipment and put it together herself and and uh so we were ready to go so yeah so we've been going at this for almost two years now
2: yeah that's amazing that's so exciting it's so cool to hear about and it's so nice to meet people through it the experience and the love of star wars and other nerd media as we like to call it so very excited to hear all those stories as well i've also heard a lot of stories of people starting during the pandemic yeah taking yeah. something negative and turning it into a positive
1: yes exactly exactly <laughs> all right so we can uh, go ahead and get started and talk about episode gotcha. 11. so i just want to let people know you know this is a live stream so of course um uh, bring in your <laughs> questions or comments if you have a question just type in q plus before the question uh but feel free to 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 join us and to you know Uh, be a part of the 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 conversation uh so this is a spoiler review so we hope that everyone who's watching has already seen it uh so let's talk about it all right so this is episode 11 um the episode right before the finale daughter of Ferrex," and the title is referring to marva who unfortunately as we see from the beginning of the episode that marva had passed on Um, she was not doing very well for the last few episodes yep
0: Remember what I said? I was gonna be so mad if Mar- if Marvin didn't make it to the series. Yeah. Expect
1: the phone call. With this phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it it, Keith. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we were. It, it's unfortunate and we didn't know whether Cassian would make it back in time to see her. Yeah. Maybe before she went, we knew that she wasn't doing very well. Um, so, how do you think it, that was handled? Her her passing and the, uh, the the preparation that's going on with the people of Ferrex for her funeral.
2: Yeah, um, sorry to disappoint Keith, but I really wasn't expecting her to make it. Um, she, almost every scene with her actually does make me cry because she's been portrayed so well by Fiona Shaw and, and it's so sentimental. I really wasn't expecting her to die off camera like she did and right at the beginning. And then for me, B2Emo's reaction just I started crying when the episode started. I was like, this is unfair and or why are you doing this to me? And to see, you know, the droid going through grief and the whole entire village just waiting outside in silence and respect. And I love the ritual that they become, you know, a brick in the walls of Ferracks. And it was really, really well done and handled, I think. I, I would have liked, you know, for Cassian to have been able to say goodbye, but I think it will be even more impactful now that we know
1: something's happening at the funeral so yeah and i just want to jump ahead to uh cassian's uh, expression when he was given the news you know so <sighs> this is long after he's uh, escaped prison he and mel share on the run and yeah. um, they uh ended back on uh miami 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 miamos thank you niamos <laughs> and um he makes a phone call to Farrick's and the person on the line tells them what happened. And yeah. Cassian takes it very well. You know, he doesn't want to let Melchi know about what's going on, but yeah. do you think Cassian will make the funeral? Will he attend the funeral?
2: I think he was absolutely devastated, even though he was trying to hold it in, which is a really big plus to how Diego Luna has been handling the acting for this series because even though he's trying to hide it and not say anything because he doesn't want Melchino, you you can tell how devastated he is. And I think he knows that it's going to be a trap but there's no way that he's not going to go to Marva's funeral. It's because that departure that they had, that she had finally found hope through what happened in Daldani without her even knowing that Cassian had been involved and him being so terrified that he's going to be scared for her all this time and her answer to that, that, that is love. That is how it works. And there's no way he's not going there and saying goodbye to his mother. So I think we're gonna see him back in Ferrex, and it'll bring the story full circle for season one.
0: It would, it would complete, I, I think it would complete his character arc in the series. Yeah, I agree.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right, and yeah, I was, you're right that it. he knows that it's dangerous to return to Farrick's. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he's gonna have regret if he does not try to attend her yeah. funeral. Mm-hmm. Um but if it was for any other reason, I don't think he would return. And I know that he tried so hard to to get Marva to come with him right yeah. before he left Ferracks and she, you know, blatantly said no, and she's not gonna do it, she's gonna stay. Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know if she wasn't going to leave.
1: Yeah. So I you know, I, I think right now he's yeah. you know, his thoughts are with her. Obviously yes. and he probably thought you know maybe there was more that he could have done to bring her mm-hmm. uh, to take her out of Ferx and bring her to some place where he can take care of her yeah, and yeah. now that he's heard this news I, I agree with you that I, I believe mm-hmm. that he will be back in in Ferex. and it will be it will be very dangerous for him so I have yeah. I have no idea how this is going to turn out we know eventually he'll escape whatever it is. That he gets yeah. himself into, but you wonder how this is going to impact the, the people of So you know, Like, who else will will get involved? You know, will there be some type of uprising with the Empire once he gets there? Uh, we know that uh, uh, Dedra has already given the yeah. uh, her people the orders to make sure that they have the funeral. Uh, you know, keep it contained yeah. so that they can watch over the people who yeah, are coming the time,
0: in. The numbers.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Basically was to put them in a box, see what happens. Yeah. Like yeah, they're brands yeah. or, or ants in some experiments like an ant farm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Right. And, and
0: sitting ducks.
1: Yes. Uh, uh and Dedra, again, you know, she will be there. We know Cyril will be there. You know, we saw this. Definitely scene,
2: Cyril's right? gonna be
1: there. Yeah, that's exactly. That's oh, very yeah. So yeah, so let's talk about Cyril. So Cyril gets this call, you know, from uh, one of his, uh, the members of the, of the the Marlana system. And I don't even know how they found out about it. But you know, uh, right. they, they found out. And he mentioned to, to Cyril that, you know, Marvel has gone. And you know, more than likely, Cassian is going to be back in Ferrix, And you just saw Yeah, Cyril's eyes lit up like this is exactly the moment he was looking for. Not
0: because he was happy his mother didn't survive, but because he finally got the lead he needed to find Cassian. Right. Which is all he's wanted the entire time. Mm -hmm. Just to find Cassian to get that chance that he never was given.
1: Yeah. And the idea of him going into I'm I'm assuming that is his mother's credits. You know, he goes into her safe, you know, waits until she leaves and goes into her safe and smicky steals smicky. Her credits yeah so he can take <laughs> the next flight out uh, what what do you think Cyril's fate is he's going broke. to broke well okay well he may not have enough money but <laughs> what do you think his fate is going to be once he gets there like what is his plan like so if he sees Cassian what does he expect to say or do to him when he gets there
2: I honestly think at this point he's not seeing things very rationally. He's not thinking things three steps ahead. He's just become so obsessed with Cassian Andor. And as soon as he gets that news, what you said, that look in his face, it's like, finally, my chance for redemption. And, you know, he's been a little bit off his horse since, you know, he started kind of stalking Deidre there a little bit, you know, so i really don't think he's being very rational right now i don't think he has any idea what he's stepping into because the obsession has clouded him so much that he has no idea how big this has become now because as you were saying Diderot is already there we have cinta there we have some other isb agents there we have the daughters of Ferrex who are waiting for that powder keg to explode after losing marva we have cassian who is probably gonna show up i think bix is gonna show us that she has way more strength and is not as broken as we've seen and i'm pretty sure Luthen's going to show up as well so it's going to be a lot of people in a small <laughs> planet <laughs> yeah so it's going to be really interesting how they wrap up this season
1: <laughs> well we want to acknowledge uh the people who are in the chat so we have alex alex hi alex. thank hi. you alex happy wednesday he says uh tired i'm mixing up my days haha <laughs> <laughs> So he says hello to 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 you and Keith. Hi. All right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Okay. So moving on, let's talk about, Mom Mothma. Right. Last week, um, she. Well, she's
0: in some trouble. Yeah,
1: she she's in yeah. a lot. Of, yeah, right. Yeah,
0: she met with a, yeah. untrustworthy, banker named Davos Skolden. and he <laughs> had a proposal for her, or rather. His son has a proposal for his, her daughter. What? Oh. So he he wants he has an agenda that's not the greatest. And Mama Maspa told him Table see you out and you could just see her face. So now we're the aftermath of that. And yeah. she owes a lot of money because she used to pull a hundred thousand credits a month from her account. But then the Imperials began scanning all Shandrullian accounts. And now she's she's got 400,000 credits missing and no way to get them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah. So it it yeah, it sounds to me that, well, we don't know exactly what Mothma was doing with the money or where, you know, when she took the money out, where was it going? We don't know. But the, the fact is that now that the Empire is cracking down on these bank accounts for these, I guess, high net worth people, she has to explain, you know, this missing 400,000 credits, and she's talking to her cousin Belle about it. Um, do you from what we saw with her meeting with uh, Davo last week about considering well, about yeah. considering having her daughter meet his son? Do you think that is something that she will consider? Would she actually go through having the two meet?
2: Well, even from last episode, I thought it was very telling as the man was leaving that he said to her when she said, I'm not even considering it. And he said, that's the first time you've lied in our entire conversation. I think it was really playing that from the beginning. She was already considering it, even though she finds it very apprehensible. She's still thinking about it because she knows she's in so much trouble and it's the whole galaxy that's in trouble from the Empire and her family is not you know, completely safe because especially last episode was all about sacrifice and what everybody has to sacrifice for freedom. And she knows that she's not exempt from having to make sacrifices. And then in this episode, I think it's very telling that even before we get that conversation with Belle, we see her daughter, uh, Lita, I think, doing that, you know, Mm -hmm. the ritual thing with, you know, chanting the very, very conservative sayings of Chandrila and, and the fact that she seems to be in favor of that type of, you know, proposal and arranged marriage and you know very conservative views of Cinderella. So, I think it makes Mothma consider it even more. That oh, if her daughter's going to be in favor of it anyway, well, then maybe it's not that bad. So I think she is seriously considering at this point, especially when she's talking to Belle and we see her for the first time, almost break down in tears, accepting how much in trouble she really is.
1: Yeah. And it it also sounds to me that her husband' parents probably on board with it too if she yeah. were to entertain the idea of having, mm-hmm. you know, her their daughter meet uh, mm-hmm. Davo's son because very he so. seems to be yeah he's he's he seems to be very traditional as far as Shandril uh, and their their yeah. their ways and their customs so I don't think he would have a problem with having his daughter at least I mean we're not talking mm-hmm. about marriage maybe that's too far we're we'll talking
0: about meeting
1: just a meeting yeah.
2: All yeah.
0: right. An a, introduction as
1: school yeah right but just I think and,
2: that's what's been painted at. so that's why it makes one nervous because it's not just a meeting if you're talking about because she was married off when she was like 16 too so yes mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. very good point all right so we'll we'll see what happens um uh, let's move <laughs> on <laughs> let's move on to Luther and saw okay this right. was a very very good meeting between yep. saw Luther and Kudos to these actors: Forrest Whitaker, oh, yes. guard You know they're very dynamic. Cassian Ander. Yes, right. And then his, <laughs> the, the conversation that they had, you know, saw. We we know about Anton Krieger.
0: Anton.
1: Okay. Yes. Anton Krieger. There's a plan that he and his men are going to uh, cause a raid so that the, the um-
0: station spell house. Right.
1: That the Empire knows about luther knows that his men krieger and his men are in trouble yeah so when he goes to, to saw well prior to this meeting with mm-hmm. saw in this episode he's gone to saw and it talked about saw working with krieger saw was not open to the idea of doing so but now when he sees saw again this time Saw like okay i'm in let's do it let's go
0: yeah
1: and yeah, yeah. Well, like, hey, calm whoa. down, Let me explain. Calm down,
0: man.
1: <laughs> right. Um, and and Luthen didn't have to do that, obviously, but I, yeah. I he has a great respect for Saul because he had to tell Saul the truth that you know it, uh, Krieger's men are going to get set up. You don't want to be there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he's willing to sacrifice these men. Um, and so I was looking at him, you know, a little strange, like, okay, well, you know, whose side are you on? Uh, you know, what, why would you do because this?
0: You me right. Do you exactly. Want, what like, who? Your side?
1: yeah. Do you have someone inside? Which he does obviously, but, um, yeah. you want to talk about that conversation that the two of them had and you know, what, what, as far as their relationship, do you think they're beginning to, they're starting to gain a trust for each other?
2: I think they are, uh. As we've already known from Sagara's different portrayals, we know that he's extremely paranoid, uh, always. Uh, and he's very extremist. And I think with what's happening with Krieger, Sagara saw that Luthen is just as extremist as he is and is willing to make the sacrifices of people that are to him less important than um, that mole inside of the ISB that's going to be so important eventually. So. I think now that he said the truth, and that he was willing to sacrifice these people for what he thinks is better for the rebellion, I think Saw is going to start trusting him more now.
1: All right.
2: But we'll see where it goes because Saw is unpredictable.
0: Yes, right. he is
1: absolutely. Let's take
0: a- <laughs> so we have. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> not, not a problem. We're actually- <laughs> Q and a Yes. Yeah. All right.
0: Alex, Alex, I agree. Cyril is irrational and desperate. It will definitely be interesting to see so many people there. Yes. I think so, too. And Ken Bishop, a few aspects of sacrifice that I find interesting and or is what individuals are willing to sacrifice of themselves and how willing or not they are to sacrifice others.
1: that's a very good comment right that's a (laughs)
0: okay
1: (laughs) yeah that's a very good point that's what really the rebellion is about right it's about sacrifice um so i like that ken thank you very much for that yeah it's very interesting yeah so let's talk about my favorite scene in the episode Uh, this is with Luthen, and he's in his ship um oh yes yes the 180 oh yeah yes so let's talk about his skills as a pilot and you know his quick thinking skills because you know he you know of course didn't know that he was going to get caught or he was in some type of zone where he wasn't supposed to be this imperial ship just comes out of nowhere and tells him okay well you you know just stay where you are identify yourself he quickly went to his computer and had the uh, yes yeah his computer come up with a an ID on the spot that he was yeah. from Alderaan. Uh, so they're going in and checking uh, the, the, checking the information to see if it's accurate. His ship is caught in a trap tractor beam, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now they check his ID and he's cleared, but the, yeah. the, the guy who's the, you know, the, the head of the, uh, the Imperial ship says, well, should we, you know, well, his, his worker, says well do we want to let him go i mean he's cleared it, and then you know the of course the, the the head of the imperial says uh well no let's this is practice for us let's let's take him in yeah. you know and he <laughs> so he so the ship is going in and you just see Luther is just flipping these switches and all of a sudden something yeah. comes of the see. back and destroys the satellite and he's able to break free
0: BB gun, except yeah. there were 5 billion of them.
1: Yeah, it was amazing. Like he was able to get rid of the tractor beam and you know, like he puts it in reverse and then he does a 180 like you a 360, like you said, and he's got these tie fires are coming after him and they're blasting it. It looked awesome.
0: Easy, it was yeah. up. About-
1: yeah, it was wonderful.
0: So I'm taking names
1: is leading me. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> so yes. Yeah
1: okay so all right i i have a question but we're going to come back to that we're just going to pause for q a so we have some more q a let's see
0: alex q plus do you think will be caught in the finale or will he make it to the next season regardless it was fun to see his escape from the imperial fleet all
1: right okay well, yes
0: i think so You want to answer okay that message was retracted that's right so okay yeah i don't think Luthen's gonna get caught I think I think he might make it out safely but that he's he, he running really close to the edge
1: yeah you know? I I also think that he will make it to season two
0: even though he's probably in their database now like they probably have his ship ID even though we give him a fake one they know the build of the ship and they know his voice
1: well something I, I remember from the last episode uh, when he was having a conversation with <coughs> uh, Lonnie um his his mole in the isb the last thing he said to Lonnie is that he needs heroes and then when we saw that next scene of of Cassian and Melshi running through the you know through the snow so Mm -hmm. Cassian at some point has to go back to Luthen and say I'm all in I want to work for the billion. I want to you know what can I do and I think they're gonna work together so that's a
0: final scene or something.
1: Yeah so that that says to me that Luthen is going to be around for a little bit longer. What do you think, Nani?
2: Honestly, when it started, I didn't think Luthen was going to make it to season two. Um, one reason being it's Alexander Skarsgård, so having him for two seasons I think would be huge. But hey, here's hoping. He's an amazing actor, so more Luthen and Luthen's character is amazing, so more Luthen, the better. But I think he's kind of this mentor character that kind of needs to step away for season two to see Andor kind of come into his own so I don't necessarily think he'll make it to season two I don't know if he's gonna I don't think he it'd be enough for him to just get caught because at this point we know that he's all in that he's willing to sacrifice everything so I think he might die next episode but I get predictions wrong all the time so
1: well that's very interesting
0: that's, well uh, let's hope not
1: that's very interesting I'm well sorry. no no <laughs> no um, well,
0: a prediction all right it is. Pen bishop. I think we'll see Luther get caught in a very sticky situation as he the two we'll have to make the ultimate sacrifice. Right. Okay. The Fondor? No. Okay. Let's hope let's hope the ultimate sacrifice is left at the Fondor and not him because I need to hear him say Cassie and Ander one more time. Right.
1: You want to keep <laughs> me again, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with Ken. I that's why I think he will make it past uh the last episode of the first season. Yeah, I think there's more for the two of them to do together, Cassian and 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 Luthien. But what I wanted to say when we were talking about the maneuvers that yes, Keith. We
0: have another
1: question. Okay, all right. This one's the other <laughs> question. It was, all right. All right. Give us a minute. A question is coming up. Okay.
0: Ken Bishop, question. If you could make a costume based on what we see in Andor, which would it be?
1: That's an interesting question. If you could make a costume based on what we've seen in Andor, which would it be?
0: I need a vest. I definitely need a vest because I could pull off a vest, especially one with like a billion pockets. Mm-hmm. And two blasters. That would be awesome.
1: Okay. All right. You know, I like Luthen's wardrobe. I like when he's wearing <laughs> when is, he's
0: wearing the wig well, no, the no, no. <laughs> well, and the extravagant
1: gown and
0: the rings and everything.
1: Yeah. Well, not quite that. I was thinking about the one <laughs> when he met Lonnie, and he looked like a Sith. Really, you know, he had you know he was standing in the dark, and he's wearing this cape, and he's he just and he's got the gloves on. He the just looks. Sith. Like, very good.
0: Who knows? All you got to do is Photoshop a lightsaber in his hand.
1: Right. Exactly. Do you have a favorite costume, um, Nani?
2: I would. I would. But I mean, it would be really expensive probably. Anything that Mon Mothma wears basically <laughs> would be up there because her outfits are just exquisite throughout. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. The Michael Wilkinson, I think, is a costume designer. Yeah, he's, he's he did a good job. Yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah. awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what I was trying to get to with Luthen. <laughs> all right, so finally, here we go. So I'm looking at the maneuvers that he 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 how he handled the the Imperial Star Destroyer, and he knew exactly what to do if he got caught, and he got himself out of a jam. Mm-hmm. I think it could be possible. You know, we're we there's more to Luthen than we know. Could he have been part of the Empire? Do you think that's possible that he might have been uh, an Imperial officer before and defected? Right, exactly.
2: Ooh, I like that. Uh, It would go far in explaining how he knows so much about how they work and how they think and how he's been able to keep under the radar for a long time. I mean, we know there's a tragic past there because of the whole, that kyber crystal that he carries around that is sacred to his people or something. So there is a possibility that he joined the empire early on and then was betrayed by the empire and then decided to, you know, betray them back. But it's, there's something really personal about his hatred for the empire, because we saw that in that speech he had the last time in everything that he's given. And the fact that he says he speaks to ghosts and wow, a speech, but uh, we know that there's something very, very tied to his past there. and obviously the what we saw that scene was amazing by the way it's, it's so old school star wars action that worked in an episode that was mostly a slow burn so it was still really excellent to see but i remember when that happened me thinking oh this is as far as luther goes because you know his skills lie in you know convincing everybody that he's right and then we see all his fighting skills and his ship turns out to be you know the James Bond of Star Wars ship yeah. with all the secret compartments yeah. everywhere so so it was really really cool to see it. and then the face of the Imperial of the Imperials, yeah. like what just happened <laughs> and was like, oh, man, this yeah, yeah. dude just destroyed us <laughs>
1: uh, yes
0: i sure but we got started <laughs> yeah.
1: yes yeah. he's he Luthen is just a very skilled person and I, he had to have picked that up from someplace or from someone, you know. So I'm going to throw that question out there. If anyone, you know, thinks it's possible that maybe Luther might have worked for the Empire, let me know what you think. Um, but, yeah, he, he knows he's really like he's one up on the Empire, you know, yes. at, at all times, you know, like he. And
2: being able to cultivate someone enough to slip yeah. into ISB, he had to have been trained to teach, you know, that mole how to, you know adapt to being inside the isb and everything so it makes excellent. a lot of sense i hadn't really thought about it but yeah
1: yeah excellent point and that that's how he formed his relationship with Luther you know mm-hmm. i'm sorry not with Luther but with lonnie you know yeah. of course that they were working mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. and then, you know for whatever reason Luther decided he was going to leave but he wanted uh to make sure that he still had Lonnie there as his eyes and ears yeah. Yeah. so that he can you know know what's going on behind the behind the scenes with the Empire. But right. I think that's a, a very cool thing to well, let's
0: let's take a quick break for comment and a
1: Sure. All right. What do we have?
0: Devin Lindsay. He was he was Hi absolutely... Devin. Welcome back Devin. Hi. He was absolutely defected by them. He must, you must have been very deeply hurt inside of him to take such massive moves against him. Potentially, his family was taken away or something.
1: I like Gosh, that. Gosh, I, I like, hope, I hope not. Well, no, I mean, I mean it
0: has to be something big for Luther to just devote his entire life to to this. But what do you think,
1: Nani? Yeah, it, based on the, the the speech he gave last week, Nani. So yeah. it, seems it like was he,
2: definitely something tragic. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mhm. Yeah, he's okay. he's lost a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense to me that uh, that was something that we don't know what it is, you know, it, you know, it was someone personal to him, loved ones he might have lost along the way, something
0: but personal or maybe his dog, you, you never know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you never know. But that's, that's good. We have uh, Alex. Excellent question. I think it's certainly possible that he was part of the Empire, especially how given how he was a mole within the ISB that he has a mole within the ice, mm-hmm. and operates in a wealthy area of croissant, maybe familiar ties. That's a very good point, I like yeah. that too. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that, yeah. Nani, anything else in regards to maybe Luther being a part of the empire, formerly of the empire?
2: Well, it also speaks to the way that he's able to have such different personalities and fit in so well in different areas of life. Like he's incredibly at home, in his you know gallery talking to Mon Mothma, as he is foot on the ground in fairx mm-hmm. and talking to Sakurera who's like this extreme militant so that chameleon aspect and the fact that he is the trainer of spies basically it would say a lot that he was somehow involved with the Empire at some point or you know maybe a soldier in any kind of other aspect all right
1: yeah yeah Let's, all right, let's talk about the season finale, all right? So we know something's going to go down on Farrick's. We're going to see Ferrex again.
0: Yeah, um, everyone's going to come for the funeral is is the reason why they're all coming together. But now we just have to see what happens.
1: Do you have any thoughts as to what could happen in the, se- in the season finale, Nani? Oh,
2: I don't know. I hate speculating because I'm always wrong. <laughs> yeah. But I really think that there's a chance that uh Deidre's putting them in a small box is going to backfire because that is a big community down there you have the daughters of Ferrex. Marva was very respected within her community there was incredibly terrible circumstances for her husband's Seth as well that involved the Empire and I think it's just a powder keg waiting to explode, and there's gonna be a mistake somehow by the empire side, and it's gonna start a revolution within Ferrix. And I think that's really the first time that we're gonna see Andor step up as the rebel leader that we're gonna get eventually in Rogue One.
1: Right, and I'm wondering. Well,
2: yeah, how it'll
1: yeah, happen. well, yeah, I am. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, I just wish that maybe Andor had help. Like if he knew someone else that he could bring with him uh, to help him, you know, because he knows that it's going to be, you know, Farris is not the place to be. He knows that. But if he had maybe some real. It's,
2: it's not the re- happening spot.
1: Yeah, if he has some well, re- I think
2: Cinta might actually meet up with him. And Bell already knows that Sinta's there. And I don't think Bell's going to leave Cinta there alone either. So he might have Bell and Cinta on his side there. And we also saw that he has uh, nemix manifesto within his things. So, I don't know if that's going to play into maybe characters that we've met before that he's going to actually have allies there. Maybe mm-hmm. people that uh, escaped with him also from Martina 5. Maybe it wasn't just the two of them that survived the escape. So,
1: who knows, right? Yeah, do you think Keno will show up? <laughs> hey, I'm still
2: hoping Keno has floated. Kino yeah. I mean, he made it somehow. <laughs>
1: we did too. I uh, yeah. I think we we think he made it as well. Yeah. Um and then we didn't talk about Bix. Like wow, like what oh, she's yeah. going through. Oh yeah, Bix looks she, like she's been through a
0: lot. She looks like a zombie.
1: Yeah, she she is yeah. really yeah she is weak. Um, like, you, know, you, she she, you know, she can barely stand. She was leaning. Really
0: ruined. Yeah.
1: So what they've yeah. done to they yeah the the torture is just amazing. The, uh, you know the amazing yeah I mean no I mean well I'm talking about the talent oh, you know I was yeah. gonna say being a Horner she is just fascinating as this character and you know she um, she really plays it well you know like yeah. if you look at her now the makeup you know how she just looks drawn and and tired and broken. Uh, and, and very weak and yeah. and she's still holding up you know she's not giving yeah. the Empire any clues as to who uh, Axis is. They think it's Krieger. Mm-hmm. When it's not, we didn't know how she answered the question. Okay. Even if she even if she answered the question, we don't know. But I think someone's going to have to save her. You know, at some point, you yeah. know, they got to get her out of there. So I mean, would that be Cassian? Could yeah, it be Cassian, or Cassian's could it be? Probably
0: gonna find Brasso, and Brasso's gonna fill no. him in and be like, "Yo, Bix is in prison." and right. Cassian's gonna break her out.
1: Yeah, and, and then maybe, right? Maybe you know, there's a group of people at Ferrex that are gonna be the ones to rise up and you know mm-hmm. take matters into their own hands and try to take over the empire. I mean, it's daunting because we know when you take on the empire, casualties. It comes with casualties um it is it is a war it's star wars you know but uh yeah i think that's the that's the only way that you know that they're gonna get her out i mean it's gonna have to be full scale they're gonna have to go in with whatever weapons that they have and then they have to free her and um probably just leave the planet you know entirely once the you know Mm -hmm. once the, the the funeral ends yeah yeah
0: all right quick comments
1: yes comments Alright, so we're waiting for comments to come up We got Ken Ken.
0: I would like to see Marvin's death be fake As she has escaped somehow To show up again in season 2
1: I've heard that before, actually It'd I, be
0: nice, but yeah. typically in Star Wars when somebody fakes their death, we
1: know it's fake has anyone ever faked their death in Star Wars? No? Yoda? Well,
2: technically Palpatine. So, uh, Palpatine?
1: That's a cool A lot of Jedi, Jedi <laughs> faked their deaths. That's a good point. Palpatine. <laughs> Somehow Palpatine returned. Oh, we don't know. That's a very yeah,
0: good
1: I'm sorry. What, what were you going to
0: say? No, a lot of Jedi faked their deaths to that's, escape water
1: system. Actually, that's true. Ahsoka and I think,
0: did too, because she had like a gravestone at on
1: that's and right rest. exactly right right, right. at the rest. end of Order, six. Who
0: did too. that's
1: a very good point right and then I think uh didn't Obi-Wan had to pretend yeah, to be I said.
0: He mm-hmm. faked yes yeah. right
1: exactly so all right so I, I take that back that could happen um but yeah I heard, I heard the same thing um but she just looked very weak and very sick to fake her yeah. own death mm-hmm. yeah that's the only thing yes Devin, I think Mom will meet Andor and house him in a secret location. Like
0: a safe house, Interesting.
1: basically? Interesting. <laughs> yeah, we're
0: going full on, James Bond. Safe house. Mm.
1: Well, that's a very good point, because we're at this point, Cassian and Mothma has not yet met yet.
0: Yep. yep.
1: So that's... How are they going to meet? Well, right. They have to
0: meet in the middle of something. Yeah,
1: it won't. It wouldn't be on Ferris though.
0: No, because Mom Mothma's definitely not leaving Coruscant. She can't, because she has so many... Somebody... Senatorial duties to get rid of.
1: So having to to Val, right? Yeah, could be. Now, how about this idea? You know, let's say Cassian decides not to return to Mm Ferrix. What do you think he would do instead? If he says, "No, I can't go back. I want to see Marva, but I know I can't attend the funeral. It's just, is too dangerous." Where else would he go? Where do you think, Nani?
2: I think he would start trying to get allies because there's always that red herring also about his missing sister, which is what started the whole thing. So I think we're going to get a hint about that somewhere before the season ends. But I think that especially when we hear that call that he makes, he doesn't know that Marva's dead yet. And he says, tell her that I finally figured it out and she should be proud of me because I think he started to realize about not living completely selfishly and making a team and and trying to change things because that last conversation they had she was talking about rebellion and I think that if he doesn't go to Ferrex, I think he would probably reread Nemec's manifesto and decide okay this is a way to act and start gathering some allies so because I don't really see him any going anywhere else. He's already tried the whole living at the beach thing and that didn't
1: work out. So okay. excellent point. Now I I recall in the episode that when we didn't talk about this, but when uh Belle went to to the shop, the antique shop.
0: Yeah. And I, I think, think Yeah, she was trading blows with Claire. Well, oh well, yeah.
1: Yes, right. And and the two of them, right, the two of them don't get along with each other. And I think really? Bell was there to let Luthen know about Marva. Is that what do you? Is uh-huh. that why you think she was there? Yeah. Um, so if let's say if if Luthen doesn't find out about Marva, uh, well, I got another question. He's going so,
0: to Ferrex. He'll figure it out. Okay. Why.
1: Well, I was thinking maybe he wouldn't go to Ferrex, but if he does know about Marva, he will go to Ferrex. He'll meet up again with Andor. And then the two of them will leave, maybe with some other people from Ferrex and then go to Curusant. And then that's how he would meet Mama. Maybe.
2: Maybe.
1: I I get the impression from you know from Brasso to me, he looks like someone who could be a member of the rebellion. So I think maybe yeah, maybe like him, um, you Mm -hmm. know, could be also Bix, you know, if they can get a couple a few few people from 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 Ferrex to go with. Cassian and Luthien to Coruscant, then you know that's you have some more people to, you know, to join your rebellion. So that's also Mm -hmm. possible.
0: All right. Final comments. Okay, Okay.
1: what do we have? Ken
0: Bishop, uh, Kino had to find an imperial floaty. I'm sorry.
1: Say it again. Kino had to find an imperial floaty. I I got you. And Devin, all right, I can also see Kino joining Andor in the Rebellion with help from amafa I honestly, again, I, I really do believe that Kino would have made it out. He would have gotten a ship. You know, you had a, a Imperial officers. What was that there Imperial as, floating. Well, Imperial officers are also there. They needed a way to get out. So I'm certain that he would have gone back and convinced one of these uh, Imperial officers to get a ship and take them all. And out. Exactly, yeah. So. I think Keno is still around. We may see him again. Maybe not next next week's episode, but maybe in season two.
0: Alice, I like ninety point. I can see Vel and Sinta, and possibly other prisoners helping Andor and hopefully freeing Bix during the riot too.
1: Yeah, yeah, I see it. Yeah, it's it's going to be big. You know, I again, I, you know, I was thinking Devil's Advocate whether, you know, if Cassian decided not to go to yeah. Paris, but he will. He has to.
0: Yeah, um, I because, mean, how are we going to have a an ultimate episode? Yeah. And he's not on. And he's Phyrex. not there. It's like
1: everybody else is on. I, and it's like Cassius like,
2: yeah. I'm out. I'm yeah. traveling. not going. A, no. So, that's not going to happen. I don't think so.
1: He has to
0: be there.
2: The point yeah. is, it's like, Luthen, Farrix, Bix, Farrix, Brasso,
0: Farrix, Stero, Farrix, Dedra, <laughs> you guessed it, Farrix, Cassian <laughs> on his <laughs> ship, what?
1: it's <laughs> somewhere else <laughs> everybody's looking for him and he's not there so all right do we have I any can't imagine
2: what it's going to be like when Cyril and like Cassian first see each other Cyril being super obsessed and Cassian being like who are you <laughs> who this person is you know it's like yeah. you are the bane of my assistance who are you yeah,
0: so I think right. that's going to be something
2: to see as well so
0: probably not gonna recognize them from their first meeting because Cassie was just in his face for like five seconds.
1: Devin, (laughs) yes,
0: his face his victory.
1: I would also like to see Miro encounter Andor in a blast of battle.
0: Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Maybe Cyril will join in. Maybe Hmm. it'll be like a two V one like dodgeball, except Cassie is probably gonna win.
1: I speaking of Miro, I I you know, there are people talking about whether she's going to make it out of episode, the season finale. I think she will. I am, Why wouldn't she? Yeah, well, people think that maybe because, you know, we don't see her in row One, at some point she's not going to make it. And yeah. and then, and then uh, on Ferrex is where she's going to meet her end. But I think she actually yeah, is going to continue into season season she two. She could be
0: reassigned somewhere else. I mean, like, just because she, the person wasn't in the movie doesn't mean they're dead. True. Yeah. That's okay. true.
1: However... I I think there's going to be an encounter between Deidre and um,
0: Deidre and Cassian.
1: Right. But as far as the ISB, uh, Krennic and Deidre are going to. meet, And I think there's going to be a huge power struggle between the two. Mm -hmm. And we know that Krennic is going to win out because you can't have them both because they're too similar. You know, so at some point the two of them have to meet and then one of them is not going to make it, and we know it's not going to be One dead. of
0: them is not going to get the position.
1: Right, and, and we know it's, it has to be Deirdre because she doesn't make it to Rogue One. So I think I'm looking for that okay. power struggle between the two of them. them. <laughs> yes.
2: Yes. I think there might be end up being a partnership between Deirdre and Cyril Karn, actually, because there's something yes. strange going on
1: there with those two. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Cyril very strange, yes. So. yes
0: huge stalkerish yeah i don't know why like i follow you from work sometimes yeah what What?
1: hold on
0: flag on the play why are you following people
1: Mm -hmm. and i wonder what he would what his reaction would be when he sees dedra on ferricks
0: cyril needs friends that's the problem
1: He oh, needs I to get out from the under one his,
0: resource serial doesn't have his mother. Yeah. His
1: mother. Yeah. See, he really needs to leave. Why didn't he do that sooner? Like, if he needed to, if he didn't have any money to, to, to get away, why didn't he just take the credits sooner and then find a, an apartment somewhere else and not live with his mother? But I don't know.
0: Well, I, don't know why I don't know why you'd move in with your mother only to in, rob her and then move out. Well, right. Because we needed that occasional sick cub. Yes, A
2: Cyril and his mom. Oh yeah. It
1: <laughs> it, it, it feels like the odd couple. It, it really oh, oh
2: yeah. And it's so incredibly well acted too.
1: So Oh wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs>
2: it's like Cyril here slouching. So Cyril, you had your collar
0: table. Look at me, I'm desperate. I'm just eating my cereal. <laughs>
1: <It's> just, <laughs> leave me alone with my cereal. Are you gonna go out to work looking like that?
0: Are you going to worship that, Cyril? <laughs> I've been promoted. Oh, why do you do great things, Cyril? <laughs> and she's uh,
2: so
1: mean. She's so yes, mean. She's, she's, oh, oh boy. Oh, she's great, though. But. I you know, it explains
2: so much about Cyril when you meet the mother. It's like, oh, yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> we just need an episode about Cyril
0: with his mom, just so we can do this. <laughs>
2: Just
0: the us make jokes about Cyril.
1: <laughs> you know, you never know. Cyril and Mom. That would be
0: nice. Yeah. Let's pitch it to Lucas.
1: <laughs> the, so uh, yeah, I love to yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's a very interesting character. I don't have no idea where he's going, but you know, we'll yeah. find out. We'll see what happens next week. All right. Any final comments? Let's check to see if we have any final comments. All right. But in the meantime, Nani, we just want to thank you for for being a part of this podcast. This is wonderful. I'm so glad that you're able to make it. Where can people find you?
2: Well, thank you so much for having me. I am actually not personally on social media all that much, but you can find Triad of the Force everywhere. Just search Triad of the Force and you will find us. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and anywhere that podcast can be found, YouTube and Facebook, I think, as well. So just so
1: give us a search and you can, you know, check us out. All right. <laughs> Wonderful. And then Keith, where can people find yeah. us? Well. <laughs> All
0: right. Alex says my impressions are great. So I'm gonna do the wrap up in my in my in my Cyril's mother voice. Okay, go ahead. You can find
1: <laughs> Are you gonna get through this?
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You can listen to us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Amazon, Music, Audible, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're also on Twitter, Facebook,
1: and Instagram. Sit up straight. Father
0: <laughs> Father's and <laughs> Galaxy. There you go. Check out our website, com. Please donate to our Patreon page. Check out our speaker page as well. And don't tailor your collar, Cyril. <laughs> don't chew with your mouth open.
1: <laughs> you eat too much sugar. You should eat yeah. vegetables in your diet.
0: No more blueberries. <laughs> Only a cereal. <laughs> eat some kale for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. All right. Okay. All right. Throw some
0: celery sticks in your milk. This way. <laughs> oh my
1: God. Okay.
0: Don't even cut them up. <laughs> okay. Use a blood extra. Okay. <laughs>
1: uh so um so we actually we do two live streams uh per week. Uh usually Wednesdays we uh do live streams related to star wars and then thursdays we do uh marvel related live streams so tomorrow uh, so by the way nani have you seen black panther wakana forever i World? have not yeah we're not going to spoil it for you
2: I'm, don't you dare keith i need to go see it in the theater so yeah. don't no <laughs> is it good though yeah
1: well, so you you may have already seen the trailers, but there's a character yeah. Riri Williams who is in the movie. We're not going to tell you what happens, but um, she's a character. She's a character in the movie with an I, awesome suit. Yes. Okay. That's enough. That's it, enough.
0: It's in the Lego sets. Lego games well, okay. away a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, we're
1: not going to up. We know that, but that's a different story. So we're actually going to uh, talk about the character. You know, the origins okay. of the character. Uh, so we're going to go and.
0: That'll Look, be our Thursday live
1: stream. Tomorrow, yes. Look into our backstory, you know, why she Very was good. created, who created. So, um, yeah. So we're we're looking forward to that. So we just want to let people know that that will be yeah. our live stream for tomorrow. And so by the way, we're taking about,
0: Thanksgiving off because uh, you know, obviously I need <laughs> <laughs> my cornbread and my stuffing and my right. turkey and my bacon mm. and yes. my kale and my spiral hair.
1: Yes, and you and your blue milk.
0: And yeah. my cereal.
1: And your cereal will have that. And my breakfast.
0: tailored collar <laughs> shirt.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. Nanny. thank you again. It was a pleasure having you on our podcast. Thank You're so very much. welcome. Hello rest, say hello to the rest of the team and good luck to you yeah. in, in law school.
2: Thank you. You guys as well. Right. You are the MVP, Keith. <laughs> thank you. There Bye. You All right.
1: So thank you, everyone, for tuning have in. Happy for- holidays. Yes, you too. Happy holidays. So uh, thank you, everyone. So until next time, take care and we will see you again.
0: Goodbye.